Welcome to C3 Church The Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Well, today we are continuing our healthy relationship series. Jadi hari ini kita akan melanjutkan dari hubungan yang sehat. And we're talking about walking in purity and contentment. Kita ber, uh, dalam seri ini hari ini adalah berjalan di dalam kekudusan dan juga kepuasan di dalam Tuhan. Now I know that this is not an easy topic to talk about. Ini bukan topik yang gampang untuk dibicarakan, bukan yang mudah. Sometimes we mention the word purity and we automatically feel guilty. Ketika kita dengar kata kekudusan, kita udah merasa bersalah. Like it's my son, he will be playing with something that he knows he's not allowed to play with, and I'll be like, Rafael. Ketika saya, ketika anak saya bermain dengan sesuatu dan padahal itu bukan hal yang baik, pas Pastor Rachel panggil Rafael, and he automatically black, like, langsung paget like dan lari. Because <laughs> he knows, he knows that. <laughs> Karena dia tahu kalau itu salah. He thinks this, if he runs away from it, then he won't get into trouble yeah. so much. Kadang dia berpikir kalau dia lari sebentar itu nggak bakal uh, menjadi masalah. And so I don't want us to feel that way today. Kita nggak mau merasa seperti itu hari ini. That as we talk about this topic, I want us to just have an openness. Okay, God, if there's something that I can change or grow in me, I'm ready. Show yeah. me, Lord. Ketika kita membicarakan topik ini, kita mau mera- kita mau terbuka dan biarlah Tuhan bekerja uh, di dalam kita. Because I know that some of us have already faced different things in our life so far that have come against this sense of purity in our lives. Ketika Di dalam kehidupan kita kita telah menghadapi banyak situasi dalam kekudusan pun juga. Or maybe even currently right now we're facing something connected with purity. Atau sekarang ini kita lagi menghadapi sesuatu tentang berhubungan dengan kekudusan tersebut. So let me say at the start there is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ. Yeah. Jesus. Tidak ada rasa bersalah di dalam Kristus, tidak ada penghukuman. And so if you feel any guilt, any shame starting to rise up Kalau kita merasa bersalah dan juga rasa malu yang mulai datang, you say, Get out of here. pergi dari sini. Jesus has forgiven me. Yesus telah memaafkan saya. I am free from that saya shame. sudah bebas dari itu semua. But we may feel ourselves being convicted. Mungkin kita merasa uh, tergerak ada sesuatu yang terjadi. And that's a different thing. Condemnation comes to bring us down and push us down. Ya, ketika kita merasa bersalah itu uh, membawa kita down, uh, turun. Conviction comes to lift us up. Tapi ketika ada yang tergerak, maka itu bisa mengubahkan kita, memberikan kita sesuatu yang baru. And that's where we may feel a challenge, like God saying, "Hey, that little area in your life, let's let's see a little change in that." Sehingga kita merasa tertantang sesuatu yang kecil yang kita rasakan tersebut. Mari kita rubah tersebut. And so, can I encourage you to embrace that challenge? Mari kita merangkul itu, ma- mau menghadapi perubahan tersebut. Don't be like, oh no, I can't do that. Just be like, okay, God, what do you have for me? Because you know, God wants the best for us. Yeah. Jangan menolaknya, karena kita tahu Tuhan mempunyai yang terbaik buat kita. And I love it that God doesn't want us to miss out. Dan Tuhan nggak mau kita ketinggalan. And whenever there is a rule or a guideline or a boundary that He sets, it's for our benefit. Ketika ada batasan, ada arahan, dan juga ada uh, aturan, itu dibuat supaya kita bisa mengikutinya, mentaatinya. And it's to protect us from things like hurt and pain and disappointment. Untuk memproteksi kita dari rasa sakit, kekecewaan. And so let God challenge you. I'm going to let God challenge me in this time. Biarlah Tuhan menantang kita saat ini. And help God, like allow God to rise us up to His standard. Dan biarlah Tuhan membawa kita kepada standarnya Dia. Now we're going to mention sex as part of this chat today. Sex akan kita omongkan hari ini. And you might be thinking, oh, did she just say sex in church? 
Mungkin kita berpikir, oh Pastor Rachel bilang seks di gereja. Apakah kita boleh mengatakan itu? We're going to talk about sex a little kita bit. Kita bicara tentang itu nanti. And you know what? We are allowed to talk about sex because sex is God's design. Seks adalah uh, didesain oleh Tuhan. And it's a design for blessing for our lives. Didesain sebagai uh, berkat buat kehidupan kita. And if we don't talk about sex in church, Ketika kita tidak membicarakan tentang seks di dalam gereja, Where will you get your advice from about sex? Di mana kita akan mendapatkan uh, pengetahuan tentang itu? YouTube? YouTube? TikTok? TikTok? Bit sketchy that one. The alternatives are not so good, yeah? K yeah. K-drama? K-drama? Korean do drama? They, do, do they talk about sex in K-drama? Mm, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Okay, I've been I'm learning things. <laughs> And so We're going to talk about this topic today and I don't want you to feel awkward about it. Like just embrace it. This is something that God yeah. teaches us about in the scriptures. Kita enggak mau merasa canggung tentang itu, tapi kita mau merangkulnya. Kita mau mempunyai pengetahuan yang lebih baik tentang okay, itu. Okay, so we're ready to receive? Sudah siap untuk menerima? All right. So why do we want to talk about purity anyway? Kenapa kita mau membicarakan tentang kekudusan? What's the point? Apa poinnya? Does anyone want to answer? Ada yang mau jawab? have to translate if it's in Indonesian. Because uh, our body is a temple of God. Oh, that's a very good answer that I didn't have. Let me write that down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good answer. Yeah, so we're a temple, we're, we're a vessel of God, carry yeah. God's presence. Why is purity in, important in a relationship? What does it help do? Yeah, nothing hidden. So Tidak it builds. It builds trust, yeah, because there's like we're going to be pure with one another. So there's there's ability to be able to build trust. Ada ras, uh, bisa kita membangun kepercayaan di dalam hubungan tersebut. And it also allows us to go deeper in intimacy. Dan juga kita bisa lebih dalam dalam keintiman. When we think about marriage, we want it to be intimate, and and the way that we can have an intimate marriage is by keeping pure with Ketik one another. Di dalam hibu, pernikahan itu ada keintiman yang lebih dalam, sehingga ketika kita punya kekudusan itu bisa membantu. And what's the alternative if we don't choose purity? What do we feel or experience? Apa alternatif yang akan kita rasakan kalau kita tidak mempunyai kekudusan tersebut? Apa yang akan kita alami? Anyone want to answer? Ada yang mau menjawab? Do you feel good? Apakah ngerasanya baik? Not so much, yeah. Enggak. Not so much. You feel kind of dirty. Rasanya kita kotor. You feel guilt, Rasa shame. Rasa bersalah, malu. And so this is what we want to try and avoid. Even though purity is not the easier way, what we're trying to do is to go after what God has for us. Ya, yeah. mungkin menjaga kekudusan itu susah, tapi kita mau belajar uh, untuk uh, apa namanya? memiliki uh, rasa diri itu kalau apa yang Tuhan mau berikan itu lebih dari cukup buat kita. And so that's why we're talking about purity Makanya today. Makanya kita berbicara tentang kekudusan itu hari ini. Alright, so we've got some steps that we can take to live in a pure way regarding our relationships. Ada langkah-langkah bagaimana kita bisa tetap kudus di dalam hubungan kita. And the first of these is to choose purity. Yang pertama adalah memilih kekudusan tersebut. To make the decision that I'm going to be pure in my relationship. Membuat keputusan kalau saya akan kudus di dalam hubungan saya. And this is different than what the world would say. Ini berbeda dengan apa yang akan dunia katakan. The world would say it's okay you can love whoever you want whenever you want if you want to change partners go for it. There's many things that the world would tell us about relationships. Dunia katakan banyak hal. Kita bisa ganti gonta-ganti pasangan atau memiliki hubungan yang lain dengan orang lain. But we want 
make the decision to choose purity. Tapi kita membuat keputusan, kita mau memilih kekudusan tersebut. And connected to this is walking in the fear of the Lord. Jadi uh, ini terkoneksi dengan kita berjalan di dalam rasa takut akan Tuhan. As Olin just said, we are temples of God. Sama yang seperti Olin katakan, kita adalah bait Allahnya Tuhan. God dwells in us. Tuhan ada di dalam kita. So wherever you go, God goes with you. Kemanapun kita pergi, Tuhan bersama dengan kita. That's a bit frightening. Agak sedikit takut. Everything you look at, God sees it. Apa yang kita lihat, Tuhan melihat. Everything you listen to. Apa yang kita dengar, Tuhan mendengar. Everything that you speak. Apa yang kita katakan? Ooh, that's scary. Agak sedikit takut ya. And so that brings a fear, doesn't it? Ini membawa ketakutan kepada kita. But it's like a good fear. It's a fear that helps you make the right choices in our life. Tapi rasa takut yang baik di mana membantu kita untuk memiliki keputusan yang benar. And so we're making the decision to choose purity. We're making the decision to walk in the fear of the Lord. Ketika kita membuat uh, keputusan untuk tetap dalam kekudusan, kita berjalan dalam rasa takut akan Tuhan. We say yes to the Holy Spirit guiding us and leading us in this area of relationships. Kita bilang ya pada panggilan Tuhan dan juga arahan Roh Kudus di dalam sebuah hubungan tersebut. And so as we choose purity even when no one else is watching, we do it because we know God is there with us. Ketika kita memilih kekudusan, kita enggak memilih karena orang lain akan lihat ataupun orang enggak bakal lihat, tapi kita memilih karena Tuhan melihat kita. Alright, so number one, choose purity. Nomor satu, pilih kekudusan. I choose purity. We choose purity. Kita pilih kekudusan. We choose purity. We need like signs and then Just as we walk out of church today on the bike, we we and then the kites are at the back. Anyway, all right, <laughs> we should organize that choice if we do that. Oh, good. All right, number two is to set boundaries. Nomor dua adalah membuat batasan. And so here we're going to talk about sex. Kita bakal ngomongin tentang seks. And God has given us this beautiful gift of sex for marriage. Tuhan memberikan uh, uh, hadiah yang baik bagi Uh, seks bagi orang yang sudah menikah. And so the world would tell us otherwise. Uh, dunia akan katakan yang terberbalik. That it's okay to try before you buy. Do you know that saying? Try before you buy. Do you have Boleh that? coba sebelum kita melakukannya. Just to see, test. Lihat, know. ngetes. Test, test drive. <laughs> test drive. And it sounds like a really good idea like yeah that makes sense like what if we're not compatible all those types of things Kelihatannya oh baik But actually sex is reserved for the intimacy that marriage brings Tapi seks itu bagi orang-orang yang sudah menikah And as I said before God doesn't want us to miss out Tuhan enggak mau kita ketinggalan dengan sesuatu He's not like, He's not saying oh, I want your life to be so boring and so bad you're going to never allowed to have sex and I'm going to make really strict rules about when you can and can't have sex. And he doesn't he's not like that. He's a gracious good God and wants the best for our lives. Tuhan adalah Tuhan yang baik buat kita dan dia mau memberikan hal yang terbaik buat kita sehingga kita ke- tidak ketinggalan sesuatu atau merasa bosan. And he gives this precious gift of sex to marriage. Dan ini adalah hadiah bagi orang yang sudah menikah. Which is the deepest level of intimacy that two people can experience is the marriage covenant. Keintiman yang lebih dalam yang akan diberikan bagi orang yang sudah menikah. And it becomes like the glue that sticks that marriage together. Dan ini yang mempererat hubungan pernikahan tersebut. And when we try and engage in sexual relationships outside of marriage, That's when we can get ourselves into trouble. Ketika kita melakukan itu sebelum kita menikah, itu akan membawa kita ke, ta- ke dalam masalah. Now, 
if a thought's coming in right now to condemn you because of what you've done in the past, what are you going to do? Tell it to stop. This is not the place. There's no condemnation here. Jika pikiran itu datang dan kita dibuat rasa bersalah, mari kita tanggalkan sekarang. Tidak, Tuhan telah memberikan kita pengampunan. God is able to restore and to forgive and cleanse. So it's like it never happened whatever happened in the past. So yeah. please do not let your head go to a place of condemnation right jangan, now. Jangan biarkan pikiran negatif itu mulai datang sekarang, tapi Tuhan akan memulihkan kita, memberikan kita pengampunan dan juga menghapuskan This itu. This is particularly for the single people, the people that are looking to be in relationship in the future. Khususnya bagi setiap orang yang masih single yang mau memiliki hubungan ke depannya. But also for those that are married to stay faithful to your marriage partner. Tapi juga buat orang yang sudah menikah tetap setia dalam hubungan pernikahan tersebut. And so sex is designed for this sacred union of marriage. Seks diberikan bagi uh, pernikahan yang suci tersebut. And I heard about this illustration a few years ago and I think it really helps us to understand what it can look like within the marriage situation and if we engage with sex outside of marriage what that can do Saya pernah mendengarkan ilustrasi ini dan sepertinya ilustrasi ini baik bagi kita supaya kita bisa melihat Can we show the photos there friends thank you Mari kita lihat ke depan So if we think about sex as being like a fire Kalau kita pikirkan seks le- seperti api on the left hand side we think about that fire being uncontained So that's like being free to have sex with whoever you want, going out on the weekend, partying, sleeping around, being intimate with people. Kalau di kiri kita lihat seksnya itu api yang tidak bisa dijangkau, tidak bisa dikendalikan. Kita bebas setiap hari Sabtu pergi keluar dan melakukannya dengan orang lain. And so what that does is that maybe it starts off as a passionate moment, something really special. Wow, this feels amazing. It's a bit unknown. But then it can spread to be this wildfire that does a lot of damage. Mungkin dimulai dengan oh ini baik, rasanya berbeda dan kita mulai lebih lagi lebih lagi sehingga akhirnya kita tidak bisa mengendalikan hal tersebut. But when we think about sex as part of the marriage covenant, ketika kita memikirkan seks sebagai uh, di dalam pernikahan, we can see there's a fire pit there that's offering a boundary. Ada batasan di pinggirnya yang uh, memiliki batasan. And that fire is able to be enjoyed. Sehingga api tersebut bisa dinikmati. It brings warmth. Uh, membawa kehangatan. There's something mesmerizing about sitting and watching a fire. Kita kalau lihat api rasanya ada kehangatan di situ. You can roast marshmallows on there. Kita bisa membakar marshmallow. When you see the fire on the left hand side, let me tell you there's not mesmerizing. It's like yeah. run. Kalau kita ap- lihat api yang di kiri pasti kita ketakutan ngelihat itu. That's scary territory, ya. Yeah. Bahaya. So, this is how God designed sex to be in the confines and the boundaries of marriage. Ini bagaimana Tuhan mendesain uh, seks tersebut uh, di dalam api yang ada batasannya. And there's something really special that you can save yourself or reserve that sexual intimacy in that covenant of marriage. Di mana kita bakal diberikan itu ketika kita telah menikah. So if you're in a relationship and you're not married, keep this in mind. It's like okay, I'm going to make I'm going to set a boundary. Kalau kita belum menikah saat ini dan kita di dalam sebuah hubungan, mari kita buat batasan tersebut. Or you're looking to get into a relationship, set a boundary. Ketika kita mau memulai hubungan tersebut, mulai dengan batasan. Or even if you are in a relationship and you've let the fire get a little bit wild, Set a boundary. Kalau kita di dalam hubungan dan apinya sudah mulai tidak terkendali, mari kita buat batasan. And let me tell you, it's much harder to do that. Lebih sulit melakukan hal tersebut. Think about trying to contain that wildfire. Mari, kalau kita pikir mengendalikan api tersebut, you're gonna need a lot of help and support from some fire trucks and a lot of water and maybe some fire airplanes coming to put the, the flames out. 
Kita memerlukan banyak bantuan. But it's possible. Tapi masih bisa. As we make the commitment to set a boundary. Kalau kita membuat komitmen untuk membuat batasan. And so I encourage you, especially you young people. Saya menguatkan buat saudara mendorong saudara khususnya buat anak muda. Before you even set into a relationship that you're going to say no, this this is where this is how far I'm going to go in this relationship and and no further. Sebelum kita memulai hubungan, mari kita buat batasan tersebut di mana kita akan melakukan uh, hal apa yang harus kita lakukan. Until you make that step to get married and make that commitment before you and others and and before God. Kita berkomitmen mau sampai mana dan biarlah uh, kita membuat komitmen itu di dalam Tuhan. Alright, so set a boundary. Buat batasan. And this is for married people as well. Dan ini juga buat orang-orang yang sudah menikah. That you don't have two fire pits going at the same time or three fire pits or five fire pits. Kita tidak punya api tiga api secara bersamaan. Or a fire pit that's gone out and then a wildfire that's going off on the side. Yeah, don't, atau don't, please don't do that. Ada dua api. Okay, so marriage, covenant, boundary, set those boundaries nice Mari and kita strong. buat batasan tersebut. Awesome. And so Jesus talks about this about uh, he talks about adultery basically in the gospels but he talks about how actually even not just doing the act is you know wrong actually thinking about it in your mind and having those thoughts that that's not the right thing either. Tuhan berbicara di dalam uh, Injil tentang Uh, orang yang berzina tidak hanya melakukannya saja dosa, tapi ketika kita memikirkannya itu tetap juga salah. And so choosing purity, choosing to set boundaries about what you watch, what you think about, that's just as important as you saying no to actually having sex with someone outside. Ketika kita memilih kekurusan dan juga membuat batasan tersebut, sama seperti kita juga kita nggak menonton hal yang buruk atau mendengarkan hal yang negatif, sama seperti itu juga. And so we've got this scripture in Matthew 5 verse 27 to 29. Di Matius 2 eh, Matius 5 ayat 27 sampai 29. And so this is going to be a strong scripture. These are the scriptures we read and we go, is that really in the Bible? Do I really have to do that? Kita bakal mendengarkan ini dan rasanya pasti ini lebih kuat, lebih keras. But let's read it and I'll explain. Mari kita baca dan dieksplankan. You have heard that it is it was said you shall not commit adultery, so that's having sex outside of marriage. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Kamu telah mendengar firman, jangan berzina. Tetapi or, tetapi aku berkata kepadamu, setiap orang yang memandang perempuan serta menginginkannya sudah berzina dengan dia di dalam hatinya. Maka jika matamu yang kanan menyesatkan engkau, cungkillah dan Buanglah itu karena lebih baik bagimu jika satu dari anggota tubuhmu binasa daripada tubuhmu dengan utuh dicampakkan ke dalam neraka. So this is quite a strong word here. Ini kata yang benar-benar uh, kuat, keras. Imagine if we followed it literally. Kalau kita mengikutinya benar-benar. And like one week someone comes with one eye just like <laughs> Satu minggu satu orang datang dengan matanya hilang. And then both eyes. Oh, sorry guys. Lalu matanya dua-duanya. So here Jesus is using a, a technique in teaching called hyper, hyperbole where it's kind of exaggerating a point 
to be able to show actually this is really important. Ya, jadi Tuhan memberikan teknik di mana ini benar-benar penting hiperbola kalau bahasa Indonesianya. Because sometimes we can read a scripture and go, oh, is that like do I have to do that? Is that really important? Kadang kita baca Alkitab dan kita pikir, oh, apakah itu benar-benar penting? Jesus uses this technique to grab our attention like what I have to gouge my eye out and then like chop an arm off or parts of your body yeah. is. Kita, kita dikasih tahu apa masa kita harus jungkil mata kita ada teknik tersebut. Because he knows how important it is. Bagaimana karena Tuhan tahu itu sangat penting. And so I want us to be thinking not just setting a boundary physically but also in our minds, in our thoughts. Tapi kita tidak hanya membuat batasan di dalam uh, kegiatan kita, apa yang kita lakukan, tapi juga di dalam pikiran kita dan juga di dalam uh, pemikiran kita. Because you could be thinking, I haven't had sex with anyone. Like, kita I bisa berpikir, like oh saya nggak pernah buat, nggak uh, bisa, nggak pernah seks dengan orang lain. Oh berarti saya nggak melakukan itu. But if you're watching porn every day and engaging with those lustful thoughts. According to Jesus, that's just as bad. Karena kalau kita nonton porno, sama aja hal buruk. Alright, so we're good. We're gonna set boundaries. Kita mau membuat batasan. Amen. 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 Alright, number three is resist temptation. Nomor tiga adalah te- tahan godaan. Now, temptation is around us everywhere. Godaan itu ada di dalam kehidupan kita setiap harinya. Dun, 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 dun. It was really important. We got some backing music yeah. with that one. Ada backing musiknya. So, yeah, see, that's temptation. temptation. Itu godaan, temptation. <laughs> Temptation's calling. <laughs> And so you oh, look. We're so everything. Temptation is available to us in everywhere we look and turn. Ada godaan dimanapun ketika kita berpaling, ketika kita berada di dalam segala sesuatu. Particularly in this area of purity. Di dalam khususnya di dalam kekudusan tersebut. And so you just have to go to the beach. Kita Down pergi here. ke pantai, Belangen. Dreamland, Balangan. Boys, I don't know how you do this, but my eyes are like, oh, I don't wanna. Where's so, cowok, kita nggak tahu bagaimana. Where's the rest of your swimsuit? It's yeah, uh, kadang kita like berpikir mana bajunya. Quite a lot there. And so temptation is around us. And so temptation is not a sin. Let me make that clear. Banyak godaan di dalam di, uh, kehidupan kita, tapi godaan bukan dosa. Because if it was, then Jesus had sinned because he was tempted by the enemy. Kalau itu dosa berarti Yesus juga berdosa karena dia digoda oleh iblis saat itu. We know that Jesus never sinned. Tapi kita tahu Yesus tidak pernah berdosa. So temptation is not a sin, but what we do with that temptation that that's important. Godaan tersebut tidak cobaan tersebut tidak dosa, tapi apa yang kita lakukan dengan cobaan atau godaan tersebut itu adalah dosa. And so it's important that we learn to resist temptation when it comes. Ketika kita menghadapi itu, mari kita bertahan, kita lawan itu. If we resist the enemy, he will flee from us. Kalau kita lawan hal tersebut, maka dia akan pergi dari kita. And Jesus shows the most perfect way to resist temptation and, and that is with the word of God. Tuhan memberikan cara yang terbaik bagaimana kita bisa melakukannya adalah dengan firman Tuhan. And so we won't read about it today but Jesus he goes to the wilderness for 40 days. Tuhan pergi dalam gurun selama 40 hari. In in state of weakness and vulnerability then the enemy comes to tempt him. Saat lemah dan juga uh, rapuh iblis datang. And every single time Jesus turns around and uses a scripture to come against what the enemy is saying. Setiap saat ketika iblis mulai datang, dia memakai firman Tuhan itu di dalam perkataannya. He doesn't say, "Oh, my friend Peter's kind of like doing that, so maybe that means that I'm allowed to do that." Yesus enggak bilang, "Oh, temanku Petrus bisa ngelakuin itu, berarti saya juga bisa." Oh, he doesn't like just wish himself, "I'm going to be strong." Gonna be strong. Yeah, atau Tuhan bilang, oh aku bakal kuat, aku bakal kuat, aku bakal kuat. He resists the enemy by just speaking the word of God and saying, no, this is what the word of God Dia says. Dia melawan iblis dengan 
firman Tuhan. Tidak, ini yang Alkitab katakan. And so it's important that we're reading the scriptures and letting those scriptures guide us. Sangat penting kita membaca Alkitab dan biarlah uh, firman Tuhan tersebut memimpin kita. So we need to resist that temptation. Say Mari no. Mari kita lawan godaan tersebut bilang tidak. All right, number four, this is connected. We need to remove opportunities for temptation. Nomor empat adalah menanggalkan setiap kesempatan dalam godaan tersebut. Let's say for example, our, we were trying to save money as a family for something. Bilang kita ambil contoh, Pastor Rachel dan Pastor Emmanuel lagi nabung untuk But dalam hubungannya. Every day I decided to go to the mall and just walk around. Setiap hari, tapi Pastor Rachel jalan-jalan di mall untuk lihat-lihat aja. Go and see H&M. Lihat H&M. Miniso. Miniso. That shop is dangerous. Shopping. DIY. Yeah, that shop DIY. is dangerous. Aduh. Things you don't need, but all of a sudden you need yeah, them. Ya, kita lihat rasanya kita nggak perlu, tapi kok tiba-tiba jadi perlu. And so if I was trying to save money, kalau saya If I put like, myself into the mall and 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 face those temptations, I'm not strong enough to be able saya, to stand against those temptations. Kalau saya lagi nabung tapi saya tetap jalan-jalan di situ, saya enggak kuat, tetap aja saya bakal belanja. There is a reason why the Tokopedia the Tokopedia app on my phone is not connected to our bank account. Ada alasan di mana akun Tokopedianya Pastor Rachel tidak terkoneksi dengan banknya, mobile bankingnya. I have to do it through Pastor Emmanuel. Saya harus lakukan melalui Pastor Emmanuel. Would be a lot of packages being delivered. Karena bakal banyak paket yang datang. On a daily basis. Setiap so, harinya. So I'm not going to put myself into those places of temptation if I'm trying to save save money. Financially. Jadi saya tidak mau melakukan itu. Saya kalau saya lagi menabung, saya tidak mau membuat kepu, uh, kesempatan tersebut. And it's the same when we talk about purity. Sama seperti ketika kita ngomongin kekudusan. We have options to be able to remove some of those places and points of temptation in our life. Kita punya opsi di mana kita bisa menanggalkan, menghapus tersebut. Maybe you follow a famous athlete and they post sexy photos all the time of themselves. Mungkin kita follow atlet yang terkenal dan dia post-post foto yang seksi. Uh, Ronaldo is a famous soccer player and Ronaldo. I can't even look at his page because it's like even when he's going out to dinner in a tuxedo he's like posing oh. like trying to <laughs> Bahkan saya tidak bisa memfollow Ronaldo karena ke- walaupun pakai uh, jas tetap aja kelihatan bagus. And there's many ladies as well that like to show off extra parts of their body that they don't yeah. need to be showing on social dan media. Dan banyak juga perempuan-perempuan yang kayak gitu dan sebenarnya itu enggak perlu di dalam sosial media. So if you follow those people, unfollow. Kalau kita follow, unfollow. Unfollow. Berhenti mengikuti. What? Huh? You sure, Rach? Yakin, Pastor Rachel. Removing the temptation means you don't have to face that temptation every time you get on your phone. Menghapus uh, godaan tersebut artinya kita tidak perlu menghadapi godaan tersebut setiap harinya ketika kita buka handphone kita. When you before you go see a movie, go check out the ratings. Just see is there any lots of sexy scenes in this? Maybe I won't go and watch that movie. Kalau kita lagi mau nonton film, lihat dulu ratingnya. Apakah cukup untuk kita bisa menontonnya? If we ever watch a movie together, this is what you'll see me do to Emmanuel's face. Kalau saya nonton, Pastor Rachel nonton. Kalau movie-nya enggak bagus, saya tutup seperti itu. And he has the freedom to do the same for me. But usually yeah. the lady is always naked and the guy is so. That's anyway. If you're in a WhatsApp group and people are sharing photos, videos, get out of that WhatsApp group. Kalau di kita ada di dalam WhatsApp group dan orang-orang kirim foto yang 
terlalu nggak baik atau yang buruk keluar dari WhatsApp tersebut. If they invite you back, get out of it again. Kalau diikutin lagi, diajak lagi, keluar lagi. And then if some of them are church people say, oh, should you be watching this? Just put a scripture in there. Put that one from Matthew. Just chuck that yeah. one in there. That'll Taro be a good one. Alkitab di dalam situ. <laughs> Remove yourself from the temptation. Menanggalkan diri kita dari kesempatan godaan tersebut. If you're married, set strong boundaries within your marriage. Kalau sudah menikah, buat batasan yang lebih kuat di dalam pernikahan tersebut. Give full access to one another with your phones. Kita kita punya akses pasangan tersebut memiliki akses penuh dalam handphone masing-masing. This is about living pure purely and then also building intimacy and trust. Kita hidup di dalam kudus dan juga meningkatkan keintiman hal tersebut. And we need that in a relationship. Dan kita perlu hal tersebut di dalam sebuah hubungan. If you've ever had the experience of being cheated on, it's not a nice feeling. It it ruins a relationship, it ruins a connection and when we talk about purity, it's like we're being cheated on if someone's looking at other things. That's why we're going after purity today because it, it brings intimacy, it brings trust. Mungkin kita pernah diselingkuhi dan diselingkuhi itu bukan perasaan yang baik dan rasanya sakit hati. Sama seperti kalau kita uh, pasangan kita melihat hal yang lain di dalam handphone atau apa, sama seperti itu. All right, number five, accountability. Nomor 5, bertanggung jawab. And so bertanggung jawabkan. We're doing life in Christian community. Kita hidup di dalam komunitas Kristen. And we have a responsibility to help people to pull them away from the temptation that we can help one another to not go down that path of sin that we could pull them away and choose it God's way. Di mana kita bisa membantu satu dengan yang lain komunitas kita. And so yeah, if a Christian sends you a a bad photo or not so good photo, text them back and be like, "Hey, we're better than that. That's not what God wants us to do. Please don't send me those things." Kalau sesama teman-teman Kristen kita mengirimkan foto yang tidak baik, kasih ayat Alkitabnya bilang kita bisa lebih baik dari situ. Maybe if you're really struggling in this particular area, you could share with a trusted leader and just share this is what I'm struggling. Can you pray for me? Can you keep me accountable to do the right thing in this area? Mungkin kalau kita sedang mengalami hal tersebut, kita mengalami itu saat ini, mari sharingkan dengan youth leadernya atau orang yang lebih dewasa di dalam gereja supaya kita bisa dibantu. We're here to do this journey together. Kita ada di sini untuk mengalami melalui journey ini bersama-sama. All right, and number six, let's choose contentment. Nomor enam, memilih kepuasan. So Philippians 4 verses 11 to 13 says this. Di Filipi, di Filipi 4 ayat 11 sampai 13 dikatakan seperti ini. I'm not saying this, this is Paul writing by the way. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in and every in any and every situation whether well fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in want i can do all this through christ who gives me strength kukatakan ini bukanlah karena kekurangan sebab aku telah belajar mencukupkan diri dalam segala keadaan aku tahu apa itu kekurangan dan aku tahu apa itu kelimpahan dalam segala hal dan dalam segala perkara tidak ada sesuatu yang merupakan rahasia bagiku, baik dalam hal kenyang maupun dalam hal kelaparan, baik dalam hal kelimpahan maupun dalam hal kekurangan, segala perkara dapat kutanggung di dalam Dia yang memberikan kekuatan kepadaku. And so contentment is like the secret ingredient when dealing with purity. Merasa cukup atau merasa puas adalah hal yang 
perlu kita lakukan. It's like when Della makes her beef rendang. There is a secret ingredient. We don't know what it is. Ada rahasia khusus. Ada rahasia khusus dalam itu sama seperti misalnya Kak Della masak rendang sapi, ada rahasianya. And we don't know what it is. I think it's love, I think it's years of experience of cooking, whatever it is. That secret ingredient is what makes that rendang enak sekali. Ada rahasianya di mana kalau saya Kak Dela taruh hatinya, kasihnya, tenaganya sehingga rendang itu enak banget. And so contentment is the secret ingredient. Merasa puas atau cukup adalah rahasia khusus. Because when you think about it, if you're tempted to kind of look to another person even though you're already married, kalau kita tergoda untuk melihat orang lain walaupun kita sudah menikah, or pursue a certain relationship, atau mempunyai tujuan dalam hubungan yang berbeda, or give of yourself physically, atau memberikan diri kita secara fisikal, it's usually because there's a, an emptiness, there's a, a feeling on the inside that you're trying to fill with these things. Biasanya kita merasa ada kekosongan dan kita merasa kita harus memenuhinya dengan sesuatu. And so contentment is one of those things when we choose to be content in our marriage. Merasa puas artinya kita merasa puas atau cukup di dalam pernikahan kita. Content in our friendships. Cukup di dalam hubungan pertemanan kita. Content in our singleness. Cukup di dalam uh, single masalah jang kita. Then we're going to be more likely to be able to stand against that temptation because we're like no god You're enough. I'm focusing in on you. Sehingga kita bisa berdiri dan bilang Tuhan kau lebih dari cukup buat aku. And so this is not easy to do because we know social media is like compare just causes comparison anytime you open up those apps. Bukan hal yang mudah karena ketika kita membuka sosial media kita mulai membanding-bandingkan diri kita. And so a good thing for you to ask is to like just address have am i spending too much time on social media am i feeling uplifted and inspired after being online or am i feeling agitated and jealous and like i don't have a good life and i want to go and travel and is it what feelings are rising up within you when you're on social media mari kita tanyakan pada diri kita ketika kita membuka sosial media apakah kita merasa terinspirasi apakah kita merasa lebih kuat atau kita malah merasa sebaliknya sedih mulai membandingkan diri kita dan juga uh, apa iri dengan orang lain. So make some adjustments. Mari kita buat perubahan. Set a time limit how long you're going to look online. Buat jam batasan berapa lama kita mau melakukan itu. Choose to follow good people that are going to lift you up. Mulai ikuti orang-orang yang baik yang di mana akan menginspirasi kita. Not those that you look at and go, oh, wish I had a Mercedes-Benz. Enggak orang drive. yang enggak yang membuat kita iri. I wish I had a trampoline in my house. Oh, baik apa namanya? Semoga I wish aku punya trampolin atau punya mobil yang lebih baik. I wish I had a YouTube studio warehouse where I have a, a sweet mural on the wall and all the cool stuff to. Coba aja aku punya rumah yang lebih bagus. I wish I had that relationship. Coba aja aku punya hubungan yang lebih baik. The more you spend on those things, the more that we can find ourselves feeling discontent. So if we need to make adjustments, let's make adjustments. Ketika kita lebih banyak memberikan waktu kita buat itu, maka semakin banyak juga kita merasa kecil. Maka kita mau membuat batasan. Because we want to walk in contentment. Kita mau berjalan di dalam kepuasan dan rasa cukup itu. And as we do that, I know that that's going to help us to keep pure. Ketika kita melakukan itu, itu bisa membuat kita tetap berjalan dalam kekudusan. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c3thebukit.com. 